listening to Zeros on Heroes with Mike Mercadal and Will Watkins. Hey everybody, welcome to Zeros on Heroes. My name is Mike Mercadal. With me as always is... Will Watkins. Uh, Will Watkins, because you can't understand him. He, had, <laughs> he just had a stroke, oh no. Oh no, Will Watkins had a stroke. Uh, no, he's fine. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for coming out to Unsung Heroes at the Creek in the Cave in Long Island City, Queens, Thursday nights. Uh, last few have been super duper fun. Yeah. And, uh, they're, they're a lot of fun. Um, our guest today is a regular there. She makes yeah. it and, uh, always <laughs> brings the giggles yeah. to the show. Maybe too many giggles. Uh, very funny <laughs> comedian, uh, Toby Nelson. Hi. A round of applause. <laughs> I assume everybody's clapping now. <laughs> I Where always assume. <laughs> What was that? Oh, 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 oh. I thought you were making a sound effect with your phone for some reason, just the way I heard like it. No, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm like Michael Winslow. You, we do need... You are the boop, Michael... Boop, boop, boop. Boop. You're like the Michael Winslow. Oh, God. Really People good. have stopped listening immediately. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. Please. No. Uh, never again. Uh, Toby. Uh, so you, yeah, you come out to Unsung Heroes all the time. What's your favorite one uh, that we did so far? Um, uh, probably the, the, um, Stephen King one or the Game of Thrones one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Favorite. The Stephen King one was fun. Yeah. Um, and I, but I had just, uh, I had just listened to the kid gang, uh, gangbang, or, uh, sorry, uh, uh, train, the kid train in the it. Kid tra- yeah. You have to differentiate between yes. train and gangbang. Uh, part of my bit was about that. In today's. <laughs> In today's cultural climate, <laughs> you know, those are two very... You can't be very, too careful. <laughs> yeah, those are very different. We're um, talking about kids banging in things. Yeah, good lord. Um, <laughs> the kid bang trying, that's the that's the L, right? <laughs> Jesus. No, that's Thomas the Tank. Um, uh, hey. ooh. I think I came. I think I came. Uh, no. <laughs> Guys, this has gone off the rails. <laughs> Train! Oh, man. Oh, so we got to stop with these fucking noises. Uh, Toby, thank, welcome to Jamaica, Queens. Thank you for coming all the way out yeah. here. It's a bit of a it's trek a for you. Um, I uh, was curious. Uh, you are not... Where are you from originally? I'm from Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. Yeah. Is Washington D.C. a political city? Like, did you, did yes. you grow up knowing I, all that stuff? Yes, going absolutely. On? I I left not to you know get too you know obnoxious about that kind of shit, but um the 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 uh, sorry, can I use bad language as much as I normally use yeah, bad yeah, yeah. language? Yeah, okay. whatever, <laughs> whatever the fuck you want. Okay, so yay! I don't know. <laughs> like I said, I had <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I I moved because the town felt like garbage after Trump got elect- elected. Oh, so you is that the real reason? How, yeah, yeah, like it was. It, I mean, I had been thinking arrival. about. Yeah, I I moved here uh, the very beginning of April. Um, so yeah. I had like I had just finished, like I had just graduated from acting school and my lease was up and stuff like that. But um, what really that was really what made me. It drove it drove you out. Yeah, because it, wow. it, it we're so. I mean, it's all there. The town is run by the government. Ever like you know like uh, you can't avoid it. Most of my friends, like who aren't who weren't my coworkers, like at. Like the venues that I worked at worked for, were government contractors or worked for right. Like yeah, I mean some, that's, that's something that has to do with the government. The city uh, kind of revolves around that, but yeah. then so it's a did, company town, and yeah. the company is the government. The company, and then also <laughs> like the surrounding areas, like Virginia and Maryland. Yeah, that, also. That's where I, I where I've lived most of my life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you're not going to enjoy our hero of the day. It is. <laughs> oh God, what was the guy that just lost the election in Virginia? There's a big oh, election that just happened. Wait, which one? The uh, the the which bi- one? the bigot uh, who was beaten by the uh, trans woman or or someone else? No, the one that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the state senator. The governor. That, they... The I, I can't remember, but either way, there was a huge win because <laughs> the, the Virginia had a, the the midterm elections or their their local elections, yeah. and a bunch of people like. Uh, Democrats like swept everything. Yeah. yeah. It was a big day for, you know, like common decency. And, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I was going to make a joke about that guy being our hero of the day and I fucked she up. She said Roy Moore. Roy Moore. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. You know, to get that on the guy. kid bang train or whatever. Yeah. Talk you about know, the kid bang train. If, uh, if there's anything that's good to be into this week, it's, um, Bone and teenagers. Oh boy, yeah, it's Jesus. very popular right now. What Yikes. a fucking creep! Yeah, my god, and and the 
Did you see the people on Hannity or Hannity was like defending him? So Kirk pulled their ads. Yeah. So now these like jerk off uh, oh, alt writers are destroying their Kirk machines. Here's what. Here's the truth. You already bought it. Yep. <laughs> and and the truth of the matter is, is that even the guy who invented the Keurig machine is like Keurig sucks. Like the he fucked oh, up. Really? Yeah. He's like it. Air, the the coffee dries out, and also like uh, it's created so much more in waste. Yeah. yeah than he anticipated. That he's just like, yeah, I should have never invented the damn thing. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah. And also, I'm pretty sure these guys are destroying their old Keurig machine. And then they just bought a new, you know, like they, they're, they're, they're not giving up their lifestyles. They're doing that for a fucking show. For and if they are really committed, then they deserve <laughs> to have their coffee their machine broken. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Their curry po- coffee pod lifestyle. Oh man. Like they're that. on the move. I like that, uh, like, uh, whatever government official that was like, well, you know, the Roy Moore having sex with teenage girls is just like Jesus. Yeah. The fucking Mary was a teenager. Yeah, and- Joseph I and Mary. They- Jesus supposedly didn't bone anybody. No, no, no. His was, parents. The, uh, oh, his parents. He was like, yeah, Joseph was. So then he's an saying the man. gods a child toucher. Like, is that what's <laughs> also? That's also was under that the. <laughs> it's also under the impression that uh, that's a real story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's not. You know, like, get the fuck out of here. And also, we're not living in Bible times. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. Is that the good old days they were always talking about? Yeah. You know those good old days when you gave birth and That's when America was great. Yeah, and then when you laid the baby in a manger. You know, you had all the sheep walking around and stuff, with the baby in the placenta. (laughs) Do you think the sheep ate the placenta? Oh, I'm sure they did. First of all, that was totally written by a non-medical person who had no idea how childbirth actually works. The story of Jesus, nobody... Because first of all, hey terrible idea it's gonna stick to everything <laughs> there's no right that's, no yeah, that's a gross barn post-birth <laughs> yeah. actually i never thought about that yeah, yeah. They, like. they, poor women but uh i didn't realize this no, is what we were no lysol wipes yeah, anyway no nothing um well let's jump in do we have a hero of the day let's talk yeah, about hero hero of the day hero yeah. of the day you can introduce the hero of a day segment as you see you could do like he did it he Hero of the day? Ooh, the question mark. <laughs> it's very, very tepid. Very, she's been trepid. Tentative. Yeah, she's trepidatious yeah. about uh, the show so far. <laughs> and uh, so what the fuck is this going to be? Uh, I'll give a shout out to Barbie and uh, Mattel. Mattel the, the doll. Barbie. Yeah, they... Uh, they <laughs> what up, Barbie? <laughs> uh, Barbara. Uh, they have the first... <laughs> Why is Barbara so funny? I don't know. She's not a Barbara, you know? That's what's on Barbara's birth certificate. It's Barbara Doll or whatever. Barbara Doll? Wait, really? I think she actually actually does have a real name. I just don't know know. off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't know it either. Maybe if she had changed her name from Barbie to Barbara, she could actually be President Barbie. (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, nobody wants President Barbie, President Barbara. True, Barbara Bar- Bush. Yeah, Barbara that's Bush. A, that's, that's a very scary woman. But uh, shout out to <laughs> to Mattel because they made their first ever hijab wearing Barbie doll. Oh, oh wow. good! It's actually designed after the Olympian. Uh, man, I'm fuck this name up. Uh, <laughs> that's the whitest thing you could have said. <laughs> no, I just, just tr- I understand. Trigger warning. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> butcher this woman's name, and she's an Olympian, so she deserves respect. <laughs> it's uh, I B T I H A J. So Iptaj. That sounds fair enough. Right? Iptaj Muhammad, uh, she was the first Olympic athlete to compete while wearing a job at the 2016 Rio Olympics. Okay. So it's like, uh, she's also kind of the hero day because it's modeled after her. So awesome for the, both of those. Uh, what was, uh, my brother-in-law works for Mattel. Oh yeah? Wow. Yeah. And he's Indian, but he doesn't wear a hijab because they don't. That's not it. <laughs> well, there are Muslim Indians in yeah, the Yeah, no, for sure. In the north. He, he is not. <laughs> I forget the region. One of my coworkers, uh, is, uh, but there's the Christian Indian. She's from India. And then there's, uh, one of our other coworker, coworkers is from India, but closer to the Pakistan area mm-hmm. where it borders Pakistan. So they're, they're like, uh, yeah, they're Muslim. Definitely a mus- larger Muslim. Yeah. And, uh, they get along just fine. So, <laughs> I like, yeah. how, I like how you had to say that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, the uh, the uh, Barbie doll uh, was modeled at, uh, in their latest line of Shiro's. Like, oh. uh, so they have uh, Barbie dolls modeled after uh, 
Ashley Graham, Zendaya, Kristen Chenoweth, Emmy Rossum, Misty Copeland, and Ava DuVernay. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so it's all like uh, legit heroes. It's part pretty of, interesting. It was uh, revealed at the uh, Women Glamour Awards. Oh, yeah. Uh, for, Glamour's, Glamour's pretty, like, for something that's called Glamour, Glamour's actually like a pretty legit magazine. Yeah, they like uh, roll with the times where they were like, oh, no, we actually have to like talk about inner beauty. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird i i because i do like i like there's been that you know the whole gripe about cosmo and like how like some of these articles and i said like it's later it's literally just ad after article to make you feel self-conscious yeah, about sure. something plus yeah ad. there was a lot less like that than your other uh kind of like yeah did you ever when you were a, uh, when you were younger when you were a small child did you ever identify with dolls and stuff like that did you play with uh, i definitely played with dolls yeah but I like was... did you feel like they said something about uh, you no i mean like i uh I don't really find blondes very attractive. No offense. <laughs> uh, um, so I don't know. Um, I, Barbie never was the thing. What for, was your for me. toy of choice? As oh a no, child. I mean I played with Barbies and stuff. Like you I a brat doll. I had dolls. Brat. No, I didn't have brat dolls. Did you have the Barbie? <laughs> oh, where you I'm cut 30, their hair? man. Oh yeah, I definitely cut their hair. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was always was bad. That- Cut their situation. hair, inked them up, turned them into Suicide Girls. Yeah, I did that with a few of them, for <laughs> sure. You know, like, I'm stereotypical. <laughs> <laughs> what you was can't the... see me, listeners, but I'm a recovering goth. The recovering goth, which, in I, all I fairness... I think you fell off the wagon, honestly. <laughs> I did. I've fallen hard. <laughs> yeah. I've always... I was... Um, I, I, I'm a little older than you. I, I don't know how old you are. I'm 30. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm 36. So when I was, like, going through, like, when the Marilyn Manson thing <laughs> hit, I was... Uh, like right on the edge of that and a bunch of people were like super gothy and all that stuff oh, yeah. i don't but, like marilyn manson no no no. but like that that look became very popular yeah sure and then it became like just one of the th- things the trends that uh, uh the fads that people would get into because the same people that turned into goths turned into like yeah uh the scene kid, like emo kids, sure, and then our, yeah. then they went real Jack Johnsony in college. Oh, you know, what I mean? like it was like that. That like oh, I'm a big I'm Jason Mraz now with my weird hat or yeah. whatever. You know, like Jason Mraz and his weird hat are on Broadway right now. Yeah, yeah. 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 I just saw Waitress. That was great. Oh, you saw was it? it? It was great. Oh, I heard it was really good. Yeah, it's not like dancing, 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 but it's it's very emotional. I prefer that. I, I'm like. Did you prefer yeah. dancing, dancing, dancing? Uh, I thought I did, but it was like, it was almost, they had some choreography, but it wasn't like, you know, guys and dolls. It was all like fluid. It was well, nice. Yeah, I, like, I like stuff that's a little more like contained sometimes. The music and then is I like by. And stuff like that also. Yeah, the music yeah. is by Sarah Bareilles. Yeah. So. Yeah, she was, she was, was she in it when you saw it? Or? No, she wasn't. She was, uh, the, the lead before the yeah. one I saw. Yeah, she, she's yeah. been in it for a while. Yeah, she and and she's great. She's super talented. So yeah, for sure, uh, that's a good show to see. I guess. Hey, New York tips. If you're coming to New York hey. City, go see Waitress. Oh, no, you, have, you have your morbid aspect also because you know the woman who wrote it was murdered. What? Like, right, like right when the the movie was going to like Sundance and stuff like that. What? Yeah. Was it based I on saw her life? She, no, she. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she was. Um, it wasn't like a memoir. I don't think, but like it was definitely a personal story. Oh no, shit. And she she wrote and like I think directed it. And she was murdered it's with Carrie Russell, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I saw it on a I saw it on a plane or something. Like that. It was a good movie. I yeah, liked it. Sure. With the pies, it made me want to eat like every yeah. fucking yeah. pie. That's the thing at the musical. They sell like little jars of pie. Oh, do they? <sighs> so Cute. for like twenty three dollars or something. Oh, it was like it was like nine bucks <laughs> for a jar of pie. <laughs> it was good pie. <laughs> when you get to take the jar and it has like wait, it says like yeah, it says on like waitress on it. Yeah, that's not bad. It says I got built for nine dollars. <laughs> That's what it should say on there. It was fine. It was good pie. <laughs> don't, don't turn into Seinfeld. Yeah, don't had enough it was good pie. No. <laughs> Who orders cereal for dinner? Uh, the, the, um, you know, but, somebody, somebody showed me, like, uh, this is non sequitur, but somebody showed me a little clip from uh, Seinfeld the other day, and it was George Costanza talking about how Pepsi is better than wine. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I felt so relatable. I'm like, he's got a point. Pepsi is better than wine. If I had to choose, you're telling me Pepsi is is it in better than wine? What are you What are you doing, Jerry? Oh man, yeah, that's terrible, Jason Alexander. Uh, is what's a good Jason Alexander? Never mind. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, congratulations to how's it, Ibjit? Uh, Mrs. Muhammad. Yeah, or is she married? 
Ms. Muhammad. You fucked that up too. Boom. <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm really fucking crushing it with this Shiro's line. Swinging and a miss. Uh, Ibtaj Muhammad. Ibtaj. Ibtaj. I'm guessing that's what it is, right? Oh man. Yeah. No, that sounds fine. It's usually phonetic. Uh, yeah. What is uh? What would a goth Barbie look like? Oh, um, I don't know. I'd Me. be into a goth Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> The Toby doll. <laughs> yeah. The the Toby. Yeah, it's called like it's, it's like Barbie's friend Toby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, because they had because they had like her little sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stacy, Stacy, yeah. Uh, the first SNL I ever saw was the one that uh, Madeline Kahn hosted, and there was a commercial for Gangsta Bitch Barbie, and I was like seven, and I had never seen anything I thought was so funny in my life. <laughs> like, Madeline Kahn hosting SNL. Oof, I gotta look that up. Oh yeah, yeah that's gotta be a great. Wow, episode. she's my favorite. Yeah, uh, yeah. She was. She's definitely she's top ten. She's say. definitely top ten yeah. of yeah. the of the. Like lady comedy for me. Number one, Lucille Ball. I love, oh, I love yeah. Lucy's my favorite. And, uh, and she might be up there number two with all the Bro- Mel Brooks stuff. Yeah, honestly, she's, is, yeah, she's my very favorite. I said top 10 gender neutral. Uh, well, yeah. Fair that, enough. Like I said, my very favorite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I cried, uh, I found out she died on the day of my 12th birthday party and I cried. Oh no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So she died young too. She was pretty yeah, young. Yeah, cancer. She was sick. Her it, Gilda, fucking yeah, yeah Gilda. Oh, it's a, that's a it's good like too. for whatever reason. I think if like you reach a certain level of funny, your ovaries just shut it down. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Maybe that like disproves the whole like uh, <laughs> exactly. Like, are women funny? Fucking yes! yeah. Sometimes they're too funny to live. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we got we got just another hurdle for women in comedy. Her, their own ovaries. Um, but uh, I wonder if there's any nonsense. truth to that. If there's like estrogen. If like estrogen is the funny hormone, <laughs> certainly because testosterone is the, the like I'm gonna fuck everything up. But like yeah. estrogen might actually be the funny Being hormone. Able to like find humor in in things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Huh. I wonder, like serotonin and melatonin, and all that, not, not melatonin. Because um, I think it would actually uh, the whole hunter gatherer thing, where it's like men are traditionally they go out and hunt, and then women are the ones who are good at observations because they need to pick yeah, they and got, gather, and they always need to be. They protective, had to like stick around and watch protect and like threats. talk and shit. Yeah, yeah, I wonder if there is some validity to that, where they're like, uh, yeah, this is a. <laughs> yeah, you, you guys ever notice? I'm enjoying it so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll. Uh, is ma- making a va- uh, look. I'm not saying it's an invalid argument. <laughs> I'm just saying I'd like to see the sites because I uh, I might say women might be funnier than men. What well, I mean, I'm putting it out there. To, the, <laughs> will <laughs> when it, first of all, when someone says I'd like to see the science on. They don't want to see the science. <laughs> no one wants to see that science. They want to. Say, oh. I'd like someone to do the science and then uh, be like, <laughs> and then "Hey, sum it up for you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do that. Exactly. Could somebody else do the legwork for yeah. me? <laughs> someone prove my point for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what when somebody says. I want to see the science. That's it's definitely like, what they mean. <laughs> that's what I mean. Every time. I don't know if I'm right or wrong. Someone answer me <laughs> if I'm right or wrong. Yeah. <laughs> prove it or prove me right or. Wrong. I'm one of those people online who, who posts a question that somebody like types in like, "Have you checked Google?" Yeah. <laughs> There's a there was a like one of those like real dickhead things where it was a link. It was called "Let me Google that for you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, it and it types in it what, what the should, question is, and then shows the Google result. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's hilarious. Um, I, when that came out, also you've done it recently, where like with the advent of texting links and things like that, and like being able to like. I remember when that was when like smartphones uh like like started coming out where not even before the iPhone I had a friend of mine who was a real douchebag and he would like he was one of those guys that thought he was a genius and he would use giant words for no reason <laughs> he was so pretentious that he would use something like a big ass word and then he like wait a beat and you'd get a text with a link to what the word meant and I'd be like you're a piece of shit get the fuck out of here we're like I don't Use a normal word. He would send you a link to... Yeah, like, in case what? you don't understand what this big oh word I God. used is. Wait, yeah. what, what word did I do was that it, to? Did he have Asperger's, was, or was he just an asshole? He was... But, I, I mean, it could have been that he was or Asperger's yeah, like, uh, presented as that asshole That sounds like tendencies. a very as, aspy thing to do. Yeah. Asshole burgers. Asshole burgers. 
I mean, he was, he was a guy I worked with and he was just a real dick. Just a real pain in the ass. <laughs> that um, sounds like something that like, you know, someone would do and not realize that it was like rude just cause they're like, Oh, you know, they like, they're like, like they've got Asperger's something. They're like, they may not know what this means and this may be helpful. And no, like, it but was you literally, know, not me. No, it was, it was literally like a, like a fucking idiot. So I'm smart. Uh, I got it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you know, uh, Louisiana was great during the antediluvian. <laughs> antediluvian is your word before the flood. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Because I actually. <laughs> Here, let me Google me that. For no, no, no. I'm going to send you a link there, I have Toby. I a book called Antediluvian Tales right now that oh, I've really? been meaning to get, that I've been meaning to read. Yeah. By Poppy Z. Bright. We wrote oh. Lost Souls. I don't know if you know. No. Him. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. But it's, uh, it's stories of pre Katrina New Orleans. And now no that makes shit. sense. Oh, shit. Wow. That's, <laughs> my, that's my favorite word and I can never use it. Yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, I'm going to read that book now. Antediluvian Tales by Poppy Z. Bright. I, ha- I have the physical book. Have to I buy bought it, it from, I, I bought it signed from him. So, oh, wow. somebody read yeah. that to me and uh, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll read it and tell you about <laughs> it. Don't do worry. Science somebody, do the re- <laughs> somebody do the research. Uh, well, uh, I, this has been a fun chat. I like a uh, great hero. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, and uh, go, uh, go Mattel for, for uh, progressing uh, cultural variety, diversity. Yeah. So, if you Christmas season coming up, go pick up uh, Shiro Barbie. <laughs> this has nothing to do with the fact that I have a relative that works for Mattel. Yeah, right? <laughs> Um, a person of, a, a, plug. a relative of color. <laughs> An ROC? An ROC. <laughs> um, Wait, is that great? Like somebody says the N word. That's okay, guys. I have an ROC. <laughs> oh, jeez. A relative of color. <laughs> I'll tell you this. Uh, I don't, I, like, I don't consider myself a person of color because I'm not, but I've, I, I have a Latino heritage, Latino <laughs> culture. Like, I was brought up, you know, Latino. So, but I always feel, I never feel right using person of color. Really? Yeah, I never feel right about it. I just don't think that I don't. Because you you, you think that you pass too much for it or like what? Oh, no. It's taken from me. I am told I am. You're not Latina. Yeah. like Oh, oh my God. Me. I say that all the time. You're not allowed to say that. Yeah, I can. I can say that to another white guy. (laughs) He's just mad because I'm. I'm, I have, I have a separate thing. I'm white Latino. (laughs) He's just a white sack of mashed potatoes. He wants you guys to be exactly the same. Yeah. (laughs) It's like you major in white, but you're minor in Latino. Yeah. (laughs) All right. That's kind of funny. Yeah. yeah, That's pretty good. You can use that Uh, in your skits. (laughs) (laughs) I like how you said that he's trying to make us the same, like it's single white female or something like that. Like he's trying to take over. Uh, He's going to steal my essence or something. I you guys like empanadas? <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, god! <laughs> I actually do like empanadas. They're great. I don't really. Uh, what? They're great. Uh, meat pockets. Uh, so good. It's a fried Too dough meat pocket thing. <laughs> Too much what? Too much breading. <laughs> Fair enough. Nah, hey, look. To I each like their it. own. White people have bad taste buds. <laughs> so what am I gonna tell you? They can't handle that Latino flair. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> but let's talk about. Let's get. We, we've we've rambled long enough. Let's yeah. talk about your hero, Yay. and uh, you picked an interesting hero uh, and uh, fitting yeah. for the current political climate. <laughs> yes, uh, you picked uh, Margaret Atwood. Margaret Atwood. So we always start the uh, the, the this, this segment with the same question: What do? What's the first thing you think of when you think of Margaret Atwood? Uh, it's probably the fact that when I was in um, Julius Caesar uh, back in uh, acting school. Shout out to the National Conservatory of Dramatic Arts in Georgetown. Fantastic. Um, yeah, we, oh, we didn't even get the chance to talk to you about any of that stuff. It'll uh, come up. Well, yeah, th- went, that's up. where I went to, where I graduated from acting conservatory sure. before I moved here. Um, so I was playing uh, Mark Antony in Julius Caesar, which is one of like my favorite roles I've ever played. Nice. And I have, oddly enough, considering uh, you guys have, pr- you guys have probably seen me cry. <laughs> like everyone has. I think so. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember, like, did I? Maybe. Or I probably just mentioned that I, like, was crying and had to change my makeup, and that's why I was or running so, late yeah, or something like that. Yeah, I think that like might that. be more realistic. that happens a lot. It's okay. actually why I don't have all think, my eyeliner on right now, because I knew I was going to talk about Margaret Atwood, and I didn't know I was going to cry. Are you? <laughs> but, you are so quick to, to express emotion. Like, you're very, oh, yes, emotional, very emotional on the surface. Yes. I think everybody at the creek has seen all of your Inside Out characters. <laughs> 
so true. And I'm so highly medicated. Like, can you imagine what I'd be like if I wasn't on three different no, like, psychiatric I can't, no. meds? Oh, Jesus. God, God bless the medicine. Yeah. But, so um, I'm in... I'm, in Julius Caesar and I have it's the scene right after they've stabbed Caesar and I have to like I've just had to like be around these guys who have killed my best friend and mentor and like acted cool around them and like they've just left and I and I'm able to like be alone with his body and like mourn him and like declare like my plan for vengeance right and I and they're like because you're not he's playing he's playing the the classic well that happens a lot in Shakespeare where they they're like you have to pretend as if and then the real motivations yeah, exactly. are underneath. As as, yeah. yeah, it's like a Yago, like yeah. an Othello yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Um, so uh, my teacher's like, you're not accessing these emotions, Toby. You need to like, like do some sense memory work and imagine that, like imagine that Jaleel, the guy who's playing Caesar, is like, so, you know, like who the most important person to you. Right. <laughs> right. So I try. I try with my friend Jaleel. I try my mom. I try my best friend. To think that they were dead? Yeah. The only person <laughs> that made me really get emotional was Margaret Atwood. <laughs> what? Because wow. she's Why like, she's so like it needs to be like a like a mentor kind of thing or like a like uh, you know. And uh, I like I, someone <laughs> should have done that in harmony, really. <laughs> and I had been listening on the radio, well, like on the way there, that like someone had died that day, and I was like, oh god, what if Margaret Atwood died? And I just started crying, and I was like, fuck yes. <laughs> So you nailed it. Yeah. Why, why are you so? But like, so what? What connects you so much to her? Oh man. Work? So break know. it down for me. What I have not read, Margaret. Atwood. None of it. Have you seen uh, The Handmaid's Tale? No, and I have Hulu too. Oh, I'm like one of the only. That's. I know. Yeah. I've been watching. It. There's first of all, there's a too much television to keep up. I you know like there's just you seen The Handmaid's Tale. I I hadn't I, when it was. When you it should came, watch it. I should. Yeah. Podcast over. Let's watch it right now. Yeah. Um, no, but like I hadn't seen it, but that's that's the big. I guess what she's known for right now. Yes. But yeah. That's um, and it's very timely. Thing. Obviously, um, The Handmaid's Tale is what she's known for. She's basically like the foremost writer of feminist dystopian fiction. She calls it speculative fiction. Yeah. She doesn't like to call it sci-fi. Sure, sure, because um, it's not like the. She, well, she writes. She writes straight sci-fi. Like a fi- like probably like a th- a third of the time, um. But she won't. She doesn't call it that because she thinks it's too like that. It it you know the label like confines her to yeah. Because well, I mean, said, when you say like sci-fi, she said it's like you picture like a squid in space, yeah, and Martians and aliens, exactly. You know, sci-fi people think Star Trek or you know like yeah. like the yeah. movies the the with spaceships and aliens yeah. and stuff. Not necessarily like near. Yeah. Sci-fi, yeah. Or like, what it, yeah, like Children of Men is kind of like a speculative. Yes, well, exactly. I love that movie. Yeah. yeah, and I've heard the book is amazing. I haven't read the book, but uh, but so so she writes basically these worst case scenarios. <laughs> is that what? I'm... Um, yeah. I mean, A Handmaid's Tale is definitely a worst uh, worst case scenario. Um, and essentially, Handmaid's Tale is where the, the procreation is. Uh... Basically, um, the you know, there's been it's it's a little bit in the future and. People aren't like almost nobody's fertile anymore, mm. and so they've uh, they've gone to this system where wealthy men uh, can take wives, and the wives are generally not fertile, and so instead they have women from like lower classes who are the handmaids who uh-huh. they get like to like have the babies they like <laughs> and so they have to stay with this with this married couple as like they're not even like a they're surrogates or yeah they're surrogates yeah. they're not even like a it's weird they're not even like a servant or anything they're like just like confined kind of once a month they have like the ritual where she has to like sleep with the dude um <laughs> like the way the like the way that they do it is like so fucking chilling like and just like dehumanizing like the the wife has to lie back the 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 handmaid lies like on top of her like um like spooning almost like between her legs while the dude like penetrates the handmaid yeah yeah this is all sounding just it's awful very this, awful yeah. exactly this is very so your so your main character is one of these women um sure I, I you know i heard so and much about memoir, it when it came out and uh i saw all the halloween costumes there's a bunch of handmaids <laughs> oh guys. yeah well i mean it's you know been used for political theater um yeah and, like and, protesting and stuff like that so it's but it's uh it's it's is it a direct 
like it's intentionally written to be like politically engaging yes right? for it's sure. not just a story that they wrote that people yeah. have adopted and, and the, the reason that her motivations um, that she that. also doesn't like to call it sci-fi is that nothing in her in in the book takes place that has not happened somewhere in history what do you mean so like all like every aspect of her of gilead the like um religious like empire that is like that's depicted in the handmaid's tale uh, it's all stuff that's happened before some of the rules. Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. it's like it's based on like the weird like, every, Holy every Roman single, Empire. Yeah, and... like every single different aspect of it comes yeah. from like some different like right. s- previous society. What and I, that's what that's part of what's so shocking about it. I like, love the <laughs> in the handmade sale, at least the 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 series, like how it shows the the corruption of religion. Where even if yes. you want to oh, say yeah. like, oh, religion has so many good things, it's like there are literally parts where the the main character like calls out the misquoting of the Bible. Because it's being misquoted to justify what's going on right, in, right, in the right, political right. arena, which but is very much yeah, it's literally the what get out of town. Literally the dude who was like, "Oh, it's okay if Roy Moore sleeps with that kid because it's just like Jesus and Mary, right?" And it's like yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. misquoting Fuck, uh, the buh. Bible <laughs> to a ridiculous degree. Yeah. Oh my god, that's uh, that. It's fascinating to me the lengths that 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 we've got like how far we've come you know what i mean yeah. yeah where that is someone thought that would be okay to say on television <laughs> like why i mean it's not yeah but um, what is that's what she's mainly known yes, for yes that's that's her well that's like her main piece it's actually not when, what she uh, she won the booker prize for her book the blind assassin which contains within it an actual sci-fi novel that one of the main characters wrote so and it's like a novel within a novel yeah there's it's not it's um it's a novel within a novel and th- this is straight up like um like aliens and like you know guys with guns on on mars another shakespeare thing. trope oh play yeah absolutely play, novel within a novel? oh yeah uh, she's she's um and she, her most recent book was hag seed which was um it's part of the uh hogarth shakespeare uh library is, mm-hmm. is doing these um, modern adaptations from all these different authors. Uh, Jeanette Winterson does one based on um, Winter's Tale. Um, there's uh, there's the Hag Seeds based on The Tempest. There's like a bunch of different ones by different like famous authors. How many how many books do you read? Like, how do you read <laughs> so fast? I must be I, a slow reader. Well, I or- I didn't I haven't been reading as much since I moved to the city, but I mo- I read seventy books last year. Whoa, suck. <laughs> Yeah. See, I read more. I I live way out in Jamaica, Queens, yeah. which you now know where that is. I do. <laughs> uh, my train ride into work into the city in the Midtown used to be like forty five minutes at least. Yeah. And that's honestly when I moved here, I did so much more reading because I got sick of playing the dumb solitaire game on my phone. Oh yeah. So I just started reading, and that's I ended up reading a bunch of a bunch of stuff. But lately, I, I've kind of dropped off. But but like, I'm fascinated. Like, what do you choose to read? Um, I read a lot of uh, I read a lot of sci-fi, um, dystopian fiction stuff like that. Well, we talked about Stephen King. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm reading his new book right now, um, Sleeping Beauties, which is really good. Um, I just finished uh, (laughs) I just finished Holly Madison's memoir. She was Hugh Hefner's main girlfriend on The Girls Next Door because I'm part of a uh, a trash book club. (laughs) What you have? Is it? Is it? Is it supposed to be a trash book club? Yeah, yeah. Like you pick um, the worst thing. To yeah, read, it's uh, it's uh, unofficially affiliated with uh, the wonderful uh, Last Podcast Network podcast, Page Seven. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a spinoff of, Don't of that. Be coming on our show. <laughs> Talk- Actually, no. If they, if they listen or whatever, we'd love to hear from you and who your heroes are and uh, <laughs> talk about books and whatnot on oh, your yeah. show. So, um, but. Uh, yeah, so it's like a gossip podcast, and we ah, okay. do, and so like the um the book club is like celebrity gossip based books, and oh, so, yeah. <laughs> but like for the most part, I read uh, stuff that's pretty good. Good, no, that's fine. <laughs> I'm always see. I've been looking for recommendations on stuff to read. I just started reading uh Alex Murray, former guest of the show. You know Alex? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, his friend wrote a book called Cthulhu in the Deep South. Oh, I've absolutely heard of that. Did actually. you read it? No, I did I, not read I, it. I bought it on Kindle, and it, I'm reading it now, and it's it's right up my alley, man. It's like about uh, sailors on ships in like the like Civil War era, 
And then it's got fucking mystical, weird, yeah. like magic and doom and gloom. I love and those kind of mashups. Cthul- it's <laughs> super solid. Cowboys and Aliens, you ever seen that? Uh, no, I heard it was terrible, right? Yeah. I'm one of the only people, <laughs> I'm one of the only people liked I it? know that, that <laughs> liked it. It was okay. The graphic novel, not to be that dude, but the graphic novel was way fucking better. Yeah, usually. Cthulhu in the Deep South is by uh, Kirk Battle. Yeah, that sounds familiar. That's a dope name. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely uh, Margaret yeah. Atwood actually wrote a graphic novels like like that. I yes, she did. Angel Cat, Angel or Catbird. Yeah. I own it and have not read it. Angel oh, yeah. Catbird. Yeah. Angel Catbird. Yeah, Angel Catbird. Okay. Do you, yeah. What's a? Do you know what it's about? Um, it's a superhero that's like a part cat bird. I think. <laughs> I yeah, like I said, I own it, but have stop, stop eating yourself. Stop eating yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's basically just if uh, Sylvester and Tweety were the same person. Yeah, um, uh, well, yeah. I would watch that actually. Yeah. Oh, that would be pretty good. Cool. I was uh, I was reading about her biography. It's super interesting. She uh, her dad was like I forgot the word for it, but she her dad like studied the forest. Yeah, she's. Studied the yeah, forest? Yeah, trees and stuff like that. She's so she spent... very, very into environmental causes. Yeah, so she was like, all about trees and stuff, yeah. and she would spend her whole childhood just sitting in the woods reading. Like a naturalist, or was he like a, a tree scientist? No, he's like a scientist. Oh, and what, so, are those, what are those called? Tree scientists? Orthon or something or other. But she would just spend her time just in the middle of the forest where no one was around, just reading books and comic books and fucking all that shit. Yeah. Oh, man, that sounds And she great. would read uh, Grimm's fairy tales and... All sorts of, you know, Lord of the Rings fantasy stuff. And it's interesting to see how, like, that affected her later on stuff. She was radagasting. What's that? <laughs> Radagast from The Hobbit? Oh. Her next, uh, well, they, they just adapted her book Alias Grace for uh, for Netflix. Okay. I have not watched it yet, but well, I've heard it was good. She's turned on uh, Hulu. She's... Violated her trust with Hulu? No, they. She that's that's no, where I, she I'm has making, her one deal. Okay, she has her other deal with um with Darren Aronofsky, I believe, Whoa. in HBO Whoa. to do the adaptation of her Mad Adam series, which What's is that? a which is the what like um like, like I said, she's like really really into like environmentalist causes and stuff like that. This is about um a. A future. I don't want to give too much away, but it's basically the first book is about what. Like the scientists who kind of lead up to this, what they call the waterless flood, which um, is is a uh, something you find out later what it is that that wipes out like a huge percentage of of humanity, uh-huh. and like there's um, I kind of like, like those. Oh, pa- pandemic I'm, books are I'm, my favorite. I'm okay with, I'm okay with this. We'll get wiping some people. Out. Stand, I'm okay with a lot of us. Station being. Eleven. I like. <laughs> I love pandemic books. Yeah. Um, it sounds like a lot of her stuff is a uh, cautionary tale. Yes, they're very much cautionary tales. And this one, they've got um, and like p- pigoons, which are like part pig, part baboon, with like human. DNA in them too, so that what? they can grow organs inside them, oh, right. which is something that just started happening like this she, past year. How long has she been writing these books? She's, when did um, she start? I think uh, her writing? first one, which would be the Edible Woman, is in the seventies, and that was like one of the big like feminist kind of treatises. Um, God, I fucking love that book. The Edible oh, I love her woman. so much. Yeah, you. <laughs> what's the Edible Woman? What's that one about? Um, you, you have probably been the most enthusiastic about your hero yeah. oh, of all of our guests. God, I love her. Uh, it's uh yeah so that's uh that's not actually when it was published um it's basically this this woman who she's stuck in this like dead end relationship um that's like progressing towards marriage and she's like not really feeling it um and she starts not being able to eat and instead feeling like she's being devoured instead wow interesting yeah now the so what like when did you start reading these books like why um, did you why do these why do you, why did they connect with you so well and and what age were you more or less like what was going on when you were I like, started reading um I started reading her stuff um when I lived back in Alexandria um the, when Egypt? I uh, <laughs> no Virginia <laughs> um like I had just I think it's right when I got my Kindle so that was when I first really started like reading like crazy all mm. the time because I totally didn't download a lot of books for free um, uh, <laughs> uh, um everyone's pirating like music and movies and oh Toby's yeah like i gotta get these books, books! yeah like, oh, exactly he's a napster and limewire she's like oh, i heard about margaret out <laughs> <laughs> 
And they're like, <laughs> what, what kind of music is she? <laughs> oh, damn. I'm, just so, I'm trying so hard to see when this is published. Don't worry about it. It's Whatever. Uh, 73, 1973. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, we're not gonna. It's like it's, we're not gonna quiz you. No, because I end. wanted to know. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but, but how? What, when that was, was this? probably like five years ago at, at this point. Oh, um, really? Yeah. But you've always been an avid reader. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever since I was a kid, for sure. Um, were you the book girl? Yeah, I was the book girl. I brought a book lift, book to lunch and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like also. I would like sit with my friends and read a book. You, I've, yeah, you've probably seen me at the creek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reading a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, but the idea of, like, I, I always, I hated, as a kid, when I went to school, I hated reading because it was like they drilled you in, they drilled it into you that you have to read this and this oh. is good. Not that it, not that, not that you have to, this is part of your course and it's mandatory and this will lead you to find other things that you will enjoy. So, like, this is good literature. And the way it was taught to me, I was like, fuck. Fuck you, books. Yeah. yeah. Same way. Uh, they were uh, like, oh, you have to read Catch on the Rye. I was like, fuck that. I'm not reading it. I should have got an A on that, by the way, because that was the theme of the book. Uh, yeah. I wonder how many kids have tried to pull that. I actually pulled that with Walden. Did you? With uh, on uh, Henry you, Thoreau. You're like, I went, to the, I went to the woods to not read this book. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> our thing was, you're supposed to write like a 10-page uh, book report <laughs> and answer uh, a thousand questions. And I wrote answer a th- literally. Yeah, she wrote a thousand questions and answer. I wrote a five paragraph essay. I never read it. I wrote a five paragraph essay explaining that if I did all those, I would be a conformist. <laughs> I got to be. I got to be on it. Jesus. Wow, what she was probably dummy. just glad that she didn't have to read the what ten, another ten teacher. page. <laughs> Part of me thinks she that was like the test, but she just didn't like me, so she gave me the B instead of the A. Oh, oh nah! Like she <laughs> That's knew, not what was she knew I didn't read the book. <laughs> I think she was just a lazy ass teacher. When you know how, like, when you're a kid and you think about your teachers as being like authority figures, yeah. Like now then, I have all these friends who are teachers. <laughs> I remember I had a math teacher who was 23 years old. Oh, oh man, she just graduated college or something like that, and boy did she hate us. And I think back now, and I'm like, yeah, she was. 23 teaching a oh bunch my of god 17 year olds oh no why would school. they put that sounds like a recipe for trouble was she ugly no she was pretty attractive. That sounds like a recipe for trouble <laughs> she, she was actually she was actually looking back on it now she was actually you know like when you're 15 or 16 you know like oh that girl whatever your teacher yeah she was she was attractive but the the point of the point being is that she wasn't equipped to handle the monsters that we were <laughs> we were dicks Actually, I was just, I was the sleeper of the group. I would fall asleep in school. <laughs> and then my friends were like the ones that would like say shit out of, you know, I went to a really small private religious school. So like it was boring. You had to make your own fun. And these guys <laughs> loved fucking with the teachers. <laughs> she yeah. cried. She left one time. No! We made her cry. She was 23 years old. Yeah. Think about you now. You would, you know, I, I, no, there's a reason I'm not a teacher. Are <laughs> yeah. you kidding me? But like, but yeah, it, it was like, I think back is just like, yeah. I hated that the way that reading was taught to me. Yeah. Because I was, it wasn't until I was like 25 and I was like working at a, a job where I just sat around a little while and then someone was like, Oh, you should just read a book. And, uh, my mom handed me a Dan Brown book, like a Da Vinci Code or one of the, yeah. yeah. And I just started reading it and I was like enjoying it. And then I was like, Oh, I can just read for fun. <laughs> Is this what books are? I know. Get out of town. <laughs> but then like some of this stuff seems really heavy though yeah well i mean some of it is um i'm not a heavy read she's definitely got humorous aspects to it like the the last one before um the before the most recent one uh the heart goes last um she's she's very interested in different platforms also Mm -hmm. um actually getting back to the tree thing she's one of the people who have you heard about this that they um that they are planting for the next hundred years, they're planting a tree and writing a book for the tree that's not going to be released for another hundred years or whatever. What? Like, it's like for, a time like, capsule? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A tree time yeah, capsule? Yeah, and it's like a bunch of different famous Canadian authors, um, and she is one of these people. Oh, and yeah, so she, she, she founded some Canadian author league or something like yeah, that? She's, Wait a minute. Are we talking about a Canadian? Yeah, uh, she's Canadian. Yeah, she's very Canadian. We only talk about American. <laughs> uh... <laughs> That's probably why she was out in the woods all the time. Uh, yeah, totally. The, in the Canadian no, like, frontier. Her, yeah, Canada's very much a part of the la- the landscape of uh, of a lot of her novels, although a lot of it does take place um, 
I, I think uh, the the Mad Adams stuff takes place mostly in America. Um, definitely, so, I, I completely cut off your. Oh yeah, about the tree. Thing. Oh no, that was that was that was what you know. Like she's very interested in these different platforms for publishing and like it's you- different ideas and stuff. So she did that. And um, the book "The Heart Goes Last," which is the one who came, the one previous to the most recent one, um, was published over the course of um, of like a year, I guess, in um, like in digital format, mm-hmm. like in four different like installations. And then the then they then she like edited those and added the ending and made it into a full book. See, I'm that a- one's pretty much a dark comedy, I would say. Oh. It's a comedy. Yeah, it's a it's a planned community where um, half. Where every other month you split your time between being in a prison and being out in this community. Mm. And like, so you, you take turns or something? Yeah. So, like, Phil and Charmaine are the main couple, and um, they live in the community for a month, and then they go back and into the prison for, for a month. Uh, it, it's so that they have no, um, they're living for free there oh gotcha and they're like making money in the town and like through the prison and stuff like that yeah um and they're also like may i remember how it happens they're like manufacturing sex dolls also and like i don't like i don't know it's it's very it's very weird it's a dark comedy it 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 upset my mom apparently but (laughs) (laughs) is it like a send-up of the prison system is it making oh it's definitely yeah yeah, it's very very critical of uh the prison system so is hagsey the most recent one that she did she actually spent um in recent years a lot of time working in prisons and corresponding with prisoners and stuff um hagsey takes is uh about a theater director who's disgraced from this um like big festival that he used to run and he starts a um theater program in, a, in a men's prison um and they oh. are they're doing the tempest in the um in i the just heard i i i must have been a, re, a rebroadcast or something but it was a podcast about them doing that for real in a men's prison yeah they were putting on shakespeare yeah sure um fuck and i can't remember yeah. they were well, doing hamlet exactly what they were doing about. hamlet or something I, I can't remember the podcast i think it was radio lab or something yeah one of those well because on Oz, they did Macbeth in oh, prison, right. um, and so that's what I thought people were talking about initially when they brought that up. No, but they were doing but, it, no. It, it, it might have been This American that. Life or something like that. And uh, yeah, because that's where they spun off to Ear Hustle. I think. Do you know about Ear Hustle? No, what's Ear Hustle? Oh God, it's so good! It's this podcast that takes um, that's done in San Quentin. Um, oh, it's whoa. this woman who comes in and and like volunteers with the inmates and an and an inmate who run the podcast together, and it's about it's about life in there. And they'll inter they'll bring in different people to interview. Um, they'll go out in the yard and like ask questions and stuff like that. Whoa! And like it's so it's really good. It's really really interesting. I'm shocked it hasn't like become the next like serial or like whatever. Um, ear hustle. Ear which, hustle, which means like listening in. Like to get stories, basically. To get yeah, yeah. to get and info. Like one of the guys, uh, like one of the guys who one of the episodes was about, like, di- like got out of jail and like died like right before the f- the taping of the final like final episode and like <sighs> the like like the the like warden or whatever like gets on like the like on the end of the podcast and is and like ha- gives like a tribute to him and stuff like that or not like the it's not like the warden but it's like whoever's in charge yeah, yeah. of like PO or this whoever. whole thing like in the charge cr- of like program. making this yeah. the program work yeah um and it was like really touching and like that wow. yeah oh man it's yeah. so good oh and like God. it's so interesting there's one about like um there's one that's all about um what's it called conjugal visits um there's one that's all about uh, a, a guy who tried to escape you know, there's. Um, I figure escapes like, used to be much easier before, like they had cameras and motion yeah, detectors yeah. and stuff like that. He got inside of a uh, air conditioning unit. And that was being transported yeah, or something. That was being transported, mm. and he was out for years. Oh, before he, he, he made got it. caught. Oh my god, it's a really yeah. Wow. Shit, we yeah, listen. it's really interesting. That's all about this show is all about promoting other podcasts. other podcasts. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that, no. <laughs> No, it's fun. I, I'm not anti that. I think, look, I don't know one person who's like, oh, I listen to this podcast and nothing else. <laughs> How dare us. Get right into that microphone. Uh, yeah. Away. Away. <laughs> Are we all like dying? <laughs> yeah, no. I'm sorry. It, it, 
Well, you say you're sitting right next to the heater and you're breathing in all the fucking black mold or whatever's in there. Who knows Ooh. what's in there? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but, um, so I, I do want to ask you, so you, you're a, th- a theater person. You're yes. an actress yes. person. Theater kid. Yeah. Drama Have nerd. Have you been doing that forever? Yes. Um, so let's say. I started da-da. taking acting classes when I was five. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, Cause I wanted to. My mom was never were, like pushing me. What roles were you playing at? Um, the first thing I was was I was the um, she was the, Willie the Loman. Fish, the, <laughs> it was Willie Loman. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I was, uh, and Mother Courage. <laughs> um, I was the great fish of the sea in in the um, east of the sun, west of the moon. Was the oh, first wow. role I played. You're the great. You're the great fish. I was the great fish of the Man, sea. I don't even agent. remember the beginning of my line. It went, "I know what is in your heart and the heart of the prince." Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's fascinating to me that you still remember, because memorizing lines sounds like the worst, like a big, my biggest fear. It's Whenever I go on auditions or anything like that, and then they and they make me, they're like, "We'd like to stick to the sides if we could." I'm always like, "Good, I, I barely know them." Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm the terrible opposite memorizing way. lines. I'm pretty good at it if I can just get up on my feet and do it. I'm bad at doing it at home. Yeah, yeah. But like if I like if I'm in rehearsal, if I do the scene five times, I know it, you know. Unless so it's really long. <laughs> what would you like um they're doing a, produ- a Margaret Atwood production of something Ugh. of one of her works and you get to play a character in that play. Yeah. Let, pick uh, what play you want it to be and what part you want to play. Do I want to be Toby and Matt Adam just because she's like just the she most badass? Oh, <laughs> no, wow. she's the shit, man. She's the be- uh, she's the uh, head beekeeper um, for the uh, for the is commune this, that's like sur- that survives the. Is great this the flood. one that the 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 dry flood? Or yeah, 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 yeah. She's the um, she's in the second book. She's the uh, she's the narrator and she's the main beekeeper. Um, and like. She's uh, uh, she's pretty freaking awesome. I think that I might choose her not just because she has my name. Um, That's like me being like, oh, you know, I want to be Mike and Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, but like, whatever. You got a lot of Mikes. I don't have a lot of Tobys. You know. <laughs> uh, you have, I know two. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's right. like me saying I want to be Will from Will and Grace. What are, you could be Will from Stranger Things. Yeah, no. I was gonna oh, say that, things. but I was like, oh no, he's got a terrible <laughs> fucking. We could be Mike and Will. We'd be buddies in Stranger Things. When we did the Stranger Things uh, Unsung Heroes one, I uh, I photoshopped your face on Mike and mine on, yeah. on Will. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. That. <laughs> uh, that, oh, was that was a great episode. That was a good too. one too. Yeah, I love yeah, Stranger yeah, Things. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Um, but so you'd pick Toby. I think I might. Yeah. Um, I I would either pick her or um, or the main character in Alias Grace. She's a really interesting chick. She's um, but I'm too uh, I'm too old to play her. She's a younger person. She's younger, yeah. She's a uh, um, she is a servant who killed her um, who killed her boss, and um, she's uh, she's the last woman to be put to death in Canada. Or am I mixing that up with a different book? Well, well, you just spoiled the end, I guess. No, it's a real story. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Don't tell no, me no, how no. the Titanic it's narr- ends. It's narrated from, from like the. It starts with her talking to like the priest that she's talking to in jail when uh, she's like on death row. It's not no. Uh, it's like yeah, oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, and then it, um, and that's the newest one that they came out with. Have you ever written a book yourself or wanted to write? A book? Uh, I'm I'm in the process of, ri- of writing writing a book. Yeah. How is that transit? Uh, like a but novel? Is it? Yeah, fiction? it'll be a novel, but it's it's largely nonfiction. How what well, how does that work? Um, like I'm gonna fictionalize it because I'll probably have to like move to Australia when I publish this. Are you writing? <laughs> you're writing like a memoir? Yeah. Any, you're gonna novelize your memoirs? Yeah, essentially. That's All what right. I, yeah. Nice. Look, you write what you know. I'm garbage at, cre- at creating um like characters. Have you ever written stuff, like a? Pl- so. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you ever? I'm terrible at naming things. I'm always like. Uh, Sheet Fanson or whatever, you know, like I'm just looking around at the room and I'm like, I'm like, iPhone heater, Mr. iPhone heater. You're like Robin Williams and Miss Doubtfire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, or, uh, oh, I was about to say Kevin Spacey and the Usual Suspects. <laughs> oh man, that movie. I love I know, that movie right? Too. Me too. I mean, I like Kevin Spacey fine as an actor and, and he was like, I loved House of Cards. You got bored. It got it, it got it went off the rails on one of the I was two. like I it can't top this three way and I dipped. Oh, after the <laughs> Meacham uh, Claire Frank three way. But yeah, what a mess. It's ruined uh it's ruined uh 
bunch of stuff that these guys are monsters. Yeah. Um, you know? Yeah. Imagine how much it sucked for, uh, you know, the 14-year-old boy you threw on the bed. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> fucking horrible. You know? Like, multiple ones now, apparently. A, a few have come out, and uh, that's... Uh, look, why are we talking... I mean, that's... Oh, a, I could get even, bo- you know, I could go off forever on, the, on all that. But it's a stuff, huge so. bone. We'd rather talk about... <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. Kevin Spacey <laughs> is kind of like a Margaret <laughs> character fucking from one of her novels. Um, yeah, he could be, monster. yeah. Um, He's a villain. She's, um... She's definitely got some real asshole dudes in in her novels, but she also has real uh, asshole women too. She's not a she's not a misandrist, but she's definitely a feminist. Would yeah. do you, have you ever written a play of any kind? Have you ever performed something that you created? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've, that's that's what I prefer to do. I prefer to do like re- collaborate on like sketch stuff. Uh, I mean, that, like, that dra- like drama. drama. I mean, like dramatic <laughs> <Fuck> stuff. <no. laughs> when you were in theater school, how I've always been curious because I just imagine you just like you never do anything but theater classes. Did you have to do like math and shit like that or no? No, Science. not at, not at acting conservatory. Well, it's a conservatory, yeah. so it's super. Yeah, okay. um, I mean, we would, you know, it it was classes on different styles on um on scene study. Uh, but it was like all Shakespeare. Acting, like they didn't really focus on writing or anything like that. No, um, unfortunately, um. They, uh, um, there's a comedy class that you do in the last term. Um, usually, I feel bad saying this because I hope I, do, sounds, I don't, I don't uh, want Ray to uh, listen and be upset. Sorry, but Ray. please don't take, don't take uh, this the wrong way. But <laughs> a final semester comedy class at an acting conservatory sounds awful. It sounds like so, the worst. No, because thing. um, if you take it with the one teacher, um, you get a five minute sketch. Or it's a five minute. You get five a five minute set out of it okay. at the end. Um, oh, right. yes, exactly. Um, but when but the teacher I took it with, we studied comedy styles in television. Television. So like sitcom Thanks a lot, acting. Ray. <laughs> this is a great Tony Shalhoub and Wings. Uh, you shut your fucking face. Fucking face. That the the Wings is a great show. Yeah. So I wish that I had gotten the class that um was more practical. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. Uh. You're using you. You would be using that actively now. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um. So you want to be Toby from what's the, so? If I've never read anything of Margaret Atwood, because we got to wrap up. Uh. What should I? What, what's like number one? Like, what's the first thing I should read? Um. I mean, obviously, The Handmaid's Tale. Knowing that I am a light reader. Yeah. I like. I like. I'm a sci. I like sci-fi, but I don't like when it gets like super granular. Um, like, uh, maybe the blind assassin would be a good idea. Um, cause I, you know, I mean, I don't want to talk down to you, but you are a dude. And so some of her stuff can be really, really like woman heavy feminist stuff. Enough. Um, and I, you know, <laughs> well, uh, I, mean, I read or not. Yeah. Orcs and Crake. Start with Orcs and Crake. That's the first, um, first book of the Mad Adam what series. Orcs and, Orcs and Crake. Orcs and Crake. Yeah. Oh, okay. Orcs like Orcs. Oryx. Oh, yeah. Like the, um, like the bird. Craig, C R A S K. I'll yeah. put that in the. I'll put that in the link because we do yeah. a queue of things. Oh for yeah, people sure. To experience for which we, yeah. we gotta start doing that again. I'm gonna do yeah, legit links good. and stuff to to recommend to people. Oh, that's um, you gotta watch Handmaid's Jesus, Tale. Jesus, how many of her books have I read? Is I got. Not... I got. Yeah, I gotta watch Handmaid's Tale. Um, good. It's fucking depressing. Parts though, where you're just like, Jesus yeah. Christ, oh, boy. Um, but you just see the. I'll binge it. The analogies and allegories to. The performances oh, on, are so right good. Oh my god, the like the the way they definitely flushed out characters from the novel a lot. Um, the, in the book, you really only get kind of a feel for her and and kind of for her best friend Moira, who would also be a character I would want to play. She's she's like the really? yeah she's like her like rebellious lesbian friend, um, Samira Wiley from uh, Pusey from Orange Is the New Black plays oh, her right, in the show. Yeah. She's so good. Oh, God. the performances are yeah. so good, dude. Uh, okay. What's his name? Ray Fines or Joseph? Fiennes? Joseph Fines. Man, he right. is like at, par- at parts of the show. You're like, oh, I really like him, and then you're like, oh, but no. he's that's the whole he's thing the about worst. him. He's like, oh, but he's he great. Seems, but he's terrible. He seems nice and handsome and everything, but he's even yeah, like he's just as bad as any of the rest of them. Yeah, you know. Um, oh man, just this, because he it doesn't sounds super interesting. Just because he doesn't, you know, what would be rape the- her or like treat her like crap, and, yeah. like you know that he like. You know, they hang out together or whatever. It doesn't mean he's, like, good. If something could be, like, what some of her work could be. You know what? In terms of publishing, that you were talking about the publishing, I really, I think, I'm surprised there's not, like, a serialized novel novel uh, anymore. You know how they used to do, like, serialized novels yeah. in, like, 
magazines and stuff like that because people yeah. couldn't they would just pr- buy these magazines and they would be like a yeah, chapter that, of a book that's the it. that's the idea that she that she was doing they were all like novellas like you know like a, like 80 pages long yeah. you know like and they would come out like every every couple months oh, it was really oh, cool like to have that to look forward to is like a comic you yeah know? like totally I, yeah I, I totally get that i wonder why that's not i mean it, yeah. it would be like a blog now or something like that that yeah. would just get like a, a sign, like a timed release or, or even, yeah you know like yeah something like that but it, you know especially like tv and podcasts and everything like i would think that they would want to that that would be more appealing to more authors. Absolutely, right. like you know, because honestly, I know there's like we do a podcast and it's great and uh, it's fantastic and you're listening to it and you know it's great and you love it um, <laughs> and then you and you will be forced to continue to love it. And, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, uh, the laws are changing. The okay. pot maid's tale. That's why um, you've been. That's why you've been stirring your spoon in this teacup this whole time. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but like, I, there's sometimes where like I want a continuing story, but I don't want to like. Yo, you don't need all that production. Like, write me a st- I'll listen. To- I'll read it. You know, like, if- yeah. I-, I like that idea of of a serialized thing. I think that would be interesting. I don't know yeah. why I'm, like, telling no, hey, like, Margaret she's Atwood so- if you're listening. No, she's so she's so interesting like that yeah. like i love like all the different things that she does she was she was mentored ah mm, this woman naomi alderman wrote this book called the power this last year and margaret atwood was her mentor for okay. for the writing of the book they actually were going to come here and do a signing but um naomi alderman unfortunately is sick get well soon naomi alderman it's like really sick sick i don't i hope not um but this this book is like uh essentially Women start developing this, what they call a skein right here, like on their, um, on their, uh, clavicle, what? essentially, um, that from which they start to draw electrical power. So all what? of a sudden, women are physically power, more powerful than any dude. Wow. Um, like, like only women are getting superpowers. Yes, only women. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. Um, the, like later, there's like maybe like one or two guys that it happens to, and like people are like shun them or whatever. And there's some women it doesn't happen to, people shun them. Sure. Um, it's so interesting. And like, it's basically like, you know, women are like, we're going to do this better. We're in charge now. And you of course, the they're just humans. Yeah, yeah. You know, like they start doing all the same shit that guys do. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, first because they have the power and the pa- and power corrupts. What's it called? It's called power. It's called power. Yeah, it's definitely very feminist, but it's also like it doesn't. I definitely thought it was going to be like, yeah, we're just kicking men's asses all over. But then it forced me to think about no more that wars. thought. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like that. It's a tricky balance. I, I mean, like because even when you hear about about like the wealthy white people who run this country. They all, they got wives who are just as, like, you, you see, like, the alt-right people. There's women standing there, too, you know? Like, yeah. It's, yeah. like, it's weird how, like... You buy into it. You buy into yeah. it. That's, buy that's into like, it. in uh, The Handmaid's Tale, like, the wife is, like... She's intense. Complicit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 entirely. Uh, she's, she's one of she's, the best improvements from the book to the, to the show. She's... The actress is so nuanced. Yeah. Like, she's very, right, she's, she's from Chuck. Got me. In the, watch. in the book, she's just very one dimensional yeah. and like bitchy. And like in the show, you're like, wow, this woman loves her husband and, and they have no connection anymore. And she has to sit there while he like fucks another chick every month. Are and they not look allowed at him. to fuck separate? Like, is they're he not, not allowed, supposed to. Is no. They're not yeah. supposed to fuck his wife. No, they're not supposed to. Because, oh. because it doesn't lead to procreation. Yeah. So, oh, and so she'll try and he'll se- shut her down. Yeah, sex is the like, only. He, he, no, I'm sorry. She'll try and he will shut her down. So she's the wife isn't sleeping with nobody. No, no. exactly. There's one. I think it was this one feels part wrong. Where like uh, he can't <laughs> he can't get it up. So she was like, oh, let me let me suck your dick. And then yeah. he was like, no, I'm gonna like, go no, 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 you can't do that. You know, don't like to degrade yourself. No, that way. I, like this is so... frustrating. I can't watch a show. It'll what? Dan, <laughs> we went too far. It'll frustrate me too much. So you had me, and then you lost me. No, it's yeah. Before I did want to throw out there, other than the she's done a million things, but obviously poetry, yeah, all this other stuff. But she also invented something called the long pen. Do you know anything about this? No, it's like a device where anywhere in the world you use your tablet, and it will like transcribe what you're writing in the tablet to ink. It could be like on the other side of the planet if you wanted to. Oh, okay. So like you could do like author signings on a on a book in China while you're from still from a tablet. Yeah, and it has like video, so you can be like, "Oh, hi, Susan. I'm glad you enjoyed my book." And then she that like is, signs it. She's that's te- pretty cool. She's teleconferencing her her personal appearances. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Hello, she's insert name aside here. From, uh, she's in her seventies, you know. Like yeah, she's sure. you know like. And there's like I, a million I don't other. Mind that. There's a million other uses for it, but yeah. Like, 
It's like she invented that. She created the patent for it. She wow, you know, that's yeah. Dope. So she yeah. Her husband well. is another author also. They're like they've been together forever and are like super like happy. So, all like, right. Who's her, uh, who's her husband? Graham Gibson is his name. Graham Gibson. Did he? No, that's another Gibson. You, you thinking Neuromancer William Gibson? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was. I read that. That was good. Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, and there's one called the Difference Engine or Different Differential Engine. What's yeah, it called? I don't, I don't remember. Whatever. Uh, but uh, Toby, this has been fucking great. Yay! This, this has been a really good episode. Uh, uh, we're gonna put links to all that stuff that we talked about oh, or a yeah. bunch of stuff on the Zeros on Heroes uh, Facebook page and and uh, Twitter. We'll she once that. responded to my tweet, so I'm going to I'm going to tweet her about yeah. this. Oh, oh great! Wow. That's fantastic. <laughs> um uh is there anything you'd like to promote before we go? Um I'm going to do um I'm going to be on you can use that at the creek oh, and Will the Carey, former cave. guest of the show. Yes, uh hang on. I you am Tom Delonge from Blink-182 as his hero. Oh wow, the aliens guy. Yeah. Yes. That was a great episode too. It was really yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, it is. Sorry, I just got the like event well, invitation where f- today. Where can they follow you on? They social can media? follow me on social media. I mostly post on Facebook. Um, but everything's public. Uh, because <laughs> <What, what laughs> I'm a very public persona. You know, I got um, <laughs> plenty. Yeah. Um, and and I'm uh. I'm at uh, Cylon Attack on Facebook. Uh, you can. Yep, I'm you heard be on, that right, everybody. Yes, <laughs> I'm going to be on. You can use that December third, uh, nine p.m. at the Creek in the Cave, Long Island City. Uh, I run the Monday night eleven p.m. open mic at the Creek in the Cave in Long Island City, which is where I'm headed now. Right oh now. yeah, <laughs> and uh, I'm on the Black Metal Church also. Uh, oh yeah, Black Metal Church at the Creek in the Cave in Long Island City. If you come to Long, I'm telling you, the Creek is a home away from home for a lot yeah, of us, and it's, it's where we do Unsung Heroes. It's our plug. It's the CBGB of comedy it really is a lot of i mean uh they, they're so great to us there and they oh, let, yeah. they, they let people do uh they really let people grow and, and perform and, and have you know real positive experiences there and uh, we love it very much so go out and support the creek in the cave whether you come to unsung heroes on thursday nights or not uh thursday night unsung heroes live at the creek in the cave eight o'clock you can go to the show if you're in the new york area or come here in the city and you're here at that time or you can listen to it on this very feed this show is on at zeros on heroes you can listen to it right here uh, by subscribing and you'll get updated on all that stuff and um, all of our back catalog as much as it's all at uh, zerosonheroes.com and uh, Will do you have anything you'd like to promote? Oh uh, yeah November 22nd come to the the pit the People's Improv Theater me and uh, Will Carey we're uh, yeah. we're co-headlining a show there and I am hosting oh yeah Mike's hosting <laughs> I'm also my host of. Uh, but yeah that's gonna be real fun I uh, can't wait for that and then also if you want to see uh, a bunch of goofy comedians and actors playing Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, you can go on twitch.tv slash emw3studios where <laughs> I play a character named Mir and he has a Spanish accent like this. <laughs> oh, this man. is how he talks. And he rolls dice and apparently I roll dice like shit so he uh, he gets hurt a lot. <laughs> he does. He how does do you that. roll dice like shit? I don't know. I just, I, I have, I'm unlucky. Uh, oh. But uh, it's super fun because we all get to goof around and play and, and the guy who runs it, Eugene, is a uh, super dedicated and he's put, built these great these great worlds for us he's painting miniature figures on the channel subscribe oh, to it wow. super fun and uh it's the nerdiest thing i've ever done and i'm having a ball i know i'm i'm, I'm always a little offended i wasn't in this to be invited uh, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> um they're, they were gonna have npcs oh no that's, gonna, yeah, that's i've i've been i've been placated in that way <laughs> oh, you've been you've been harassed I've been pl- by uh, no Alex i've been placated Murray. by by telling i uh, told, being told i'll be an npc <laughs> yeah yeah you get to come it's in it's my and greatest just dream <laughs> wreak havoc um you'll play the character the role the oh character. yeah true <laughs> uh, but thank you all for listening um uh, margaret what a great toby thank you again oh yeah really thank good you guys episode. and uh guys uh like share and subscribe and tell all your friends about us and remember to go out and be heroic Yay! <laughs>